What is going on, everybody? This is Candler English here with Training Ground Garage Talks. This is a space where we have open discussions about what it means to be a Christ-centered man in today's world. And we're so pumped to have you here with us. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Candler English with TG Garage Talks. We are continuing our series on the importance of story. And I am here with Mr. Corey Smith. Hello. And, yeah, we're kind of just doing a, uh, I don't know, run through of kind of getting to know our hosts and um, the importance of story. Last week we had uh, Lee on who is actually here, but he is uh, just... Muted. Yeah, he's muted. Um, so, yeah, it'll just be me and Corey on today. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I, I think that, you know, obviously you founded Training Ground, and the story is such an integral part to kind of what we do and, and the work that we do. And um, also, I just wanted to kind of, like, dive in and start us off by, like, what are some life lessons that you have learned, um, kind of on your journey of like, you know, even from the inception of TG to where you are now and, and kind of what you've learned, but also the importance of, and the weight of story. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, um, yeah, we use that word a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and, and for sure it's kind of a buzzy word now, uh, which is funny because 15 years ago when we started training ground, like sto- the, the idea of story work or any, anything like that was kind of like voodoo. It was yeah, not, what? it was yeah. like, what are you, what are you talking about? Um, but I mean, I, you know, as we kind of talk about life lessons and, you know, I loved Lee's podcast last week. I'm talking about kind of where he is, you know, in this season of life. And, yeah. um, I, you know, one thing that came really quick when we were having this conversation about this idea of self care, um, and, you know, I mean, and and again, now, you know, where we are in 2022, that, you know, that type of topic is a little bit more commonplace than it was 15 years ago, Yeah, Um, especially in Christian kind of circles. And I mean, I think, you know, in Colorado, the the old Colorado theology may be a little bit different than kind of, I don't know, the deep South, but (laughs) yeah, um, absolutely, (laughs) for sure. But the, I, you know, for me, the, the journey in self-care, you know, probably started, you know, a good 20 years ago. And a little bit of my story, you know, grew up in a small town Baptist church, very evangelical, um, you know, kind of the, the, the idea of serving and kind of laying your life down. And I mean, even to, you know, I don't want to say kind of martyrdom, but like there is this place, you know, um, in a little bit more traditional theology that it's kind of like that those are the things that are praiseworthy. Um, and I think, um, you know, I think my, especially my process over the last 20 years has been this idea of, you know, doing, you know, doing what you're called to do, but also understanding that like your own, the, the own, the health status of your own heart and body and mind, um, are very, very important ingredients in what you offer the kingdom. Yeah. And, um, and again, I mean, it's hard to, I mean, again, with my story, like even working kind of for an evangelical ministry out of college where, you know, it, it really was more um, focused on how are you serving or giving your life away? 
Um, and it's easy. I mean, even the verses that came quickly to my mind um, were kind of love your neighbor as yourself. And then also, you know, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And, you know, those are kind of, you know, in my, I can imagine, you know, for me in high school and in college, those were, you know, those are the, the verses I live by. And not saying that they're not, they're not valid verses. They are very valid verses. I mean, especially the um, love your neighbor as yourself. And I, that one always kind of struck me because if they're, you know, the idea of being kind and tender and loving yourself, um, that the actual way you love your neighbor is you you have to know how to love yourself first before you can love your neighbor. So, um, yes, I know this is, you know, um, a very interesting topic and I know, (laughs) you know, even I think about, you know, we started, you know, you know, training ground 15 years ago, one of our core values was, um, healthy ministry comes from healthy people. So even for us, like we have like staff, we do staff initiatives, um, that, you know, whether that's our own counseling or retreats, you know, Lee does a bunch of stuff with freedom. Like they're all like, these are all things that, are a part of an integral part of, of training ground. Cause we know, cause we know that healthy relationships, um, and healthy connections, secure connections come from healthy people. Yeah. And so that's a big conviction of ours. Um, and it's been something that even for me continually be, is a part of my journey, you know? Um, but you know, I, I wanted to share kind of a, just a couple parts of that process and, yeah, um, yeah, you know, maybe kind of offer a little bit of education, kind of like you guys did last week. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I think yeah, so ahead. much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so much. Um, yeah, I mean, I was stuck in that. Like, even not in the South. Like, I was in New York, and yeah, there's. I feel like there's an almost overrunning, like, just stigma of like, yeah, if you aren't almost like just laying yourself down, like your if your face isn't on the pavement. Mm-hmm. You're not serving the Lord. Sure. And, you know, I was talking to a friend like the other week about this is like, it's like, you know, all of the things that like can come with that. I mean, obviously serving is great. Like we were called to serve, but, um, but when it comes to place of like, you know, if I'm not doing X, Y, and Z and serving eight hours on a Sunday at church, like sure. I'm separated from God, like, sure. Yeah. Well, and too, and that just leads to burnout and you're not effective in the kingdom. Like you're saying, like, right. I think there's so much room and creativity in the Lord's heart to where like, no, like serving a friend can just be going like hanging out, like mm-hmm. go and see a movie. Like this person's had a hard week. Mm-hmm. Let's go, you know, kind of the ministry of presence. Right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So. Yeah. I think it's, it's a, it's a slippery slope in some ways and I want to yeah. be careful um, you know, I even kind of wrote down here in my notes that like, um, self-care is not an excuse to be lazy. Yeah. So I don't want to, I want to, I want to say both. Out. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm taking care of <laughs> myself because I'm going to yeah. go do 12 hours of video games today. Well, yeah. I mean, and I'm sure there's a bunch of gamers that listen to this, but <laughs> we would like, I'm that guy. Um, which is fine. Like, you yeah. know, I think, um, I can remember one of my old mentors said, you know, and we may bleed a little bit into Sabbath here, but. Um, that he was, the idea of Sabbath was like, even if you're, even if you go out and you plant a tree is the, the idea of, um, uh, that your, your heart is being refreshed. Yeah. And you know, there is a, yeah, there is a place. And, and so that kind of blends a little bit into my process because there's not, um, 
you know, kind of have three kind of like parts of the process. So, I mean, one, there is this, this first step is kind of this idea of being aware of your own heart, almost kind of like, um, I wrote down here, identifying your need. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, that step alone could take years and it's, and it, it is within, within the process. Number one is a process is this idea of going, you know, I need rest. I need connection. I need, you know, uh, you know, I need, it could be a physical need. It could be like, I need food. I need sleep. You yeah. know, um, it could be emotional needs. I need community or connection or, um, you know, I, I need to be seen. You know, there can be a lot of different parts to that. And, um, so, I mean, even in that, that one step could take you a long, long time. And I think it's also helpful, you know, this is kind of, a, you know, a place that counseling could be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, your friends that know you in your community could be, hey, if you were looking from the outside in, what would you think that I need? You know, yeah. um, you know, people that you trust could give you kind of, you know, ideas about, you know, of being aware yeah. of your need. And I think there is also, you know, step two, I think there's a place um, to kind of identifying your longing, like letting your heart desire those things. Because I I can remember there always was this place of, um, I remember like even when I was an intern, um, you know, for this ministry after college, I can remember I would take my day off and I'd drive down to Virginia Beach and I'd spend the night with a buddy of mine and we'd go to the beach and hang out. Um, but I can remember like almost sleeping until like nine thirty one one morning and, I, and I'd walk down the stairs and, you know, there was somebody from the ministry there and it was, and I felt shame mm. for sleeping till nine thirty. And it was great. Cause this older man was like, well, you know, maybe your body just needed it. And yeah. it was like, Oh, that's, that's okay. You yeah, know, that's good. That's a good thing. Right. Right. Thing. Right. Yeah. So like even kind of that second step of just longing, like, you know, you can long for the weekend and go, yes, I just need to let down, yeah. you know, or just kind of unpack or unwind or, you know, I think there is something, um, you know, Gary Barkelow likes to say that um, there is this kind of period in understanding your calling that there is this longing piece, you know, for a desire to be fulfilled. Yeah. And um, I don't want to skip over that, you know, because sometimes we can, it's not like you just, oh, I have this need and automatically it's fulfilled. There can be this longing that's just kind of out there for a little bit, but yeah. to honor the longing feels like a pretty important step. Um, and I think the last step for me um, is is asking for what you need. Now that can be from God, it can be from others, um, but certainly it is that place of um, humility of kind of stepping in and going. You know, maybe it is like I need an older man in my life, and you finally kind of going to the older man and saying, "Hey, can we meet like once a week? Yeah. Can I just, you know, can we can we do some of that? You know, um, or even you know, even in, in your conversations with God of going, "Hey, Lord, I really need to have this shame removed, mm-hmm. you know, from my life. You know, how can you can you help me with that? Yeah. Um, and so it just feels really important, you know, kind of, and that you just wash and repeat on those three steps. Because there's, I mean, even in my experiences with counselors, even currently, um, you know, it's kind of like one thing leads to another. So you kind of, you kind of go through these, you know, and it feels like a, it is uh, like an attitude of curiosity, even in your own soul is kind of like, be curious, you know, as, you know, things are revealed 
um, you know, through clarity of conversation with, with me, you know, for me, it's with a counselor, um, or with my wife, you know, there's places that, you know, it's kind of like, Hey, you can offer a different perspective to the own journey of your heart. Yeah. So, um, it just feels like, you know, you could kind of keep going on and on, but it, it is that place that, you know, self-care as you grow older feels more important in some senses because, you know, I mean, for me, it's kind of like when I was single, I was really only kind of taking care of myself, you know, and then I got married and then I had a wife to care for. And now I have two children that I have to care for. And then there's, you know, now with my job, you know, with what we do at training ground, there's also a whole nother level of people that need care. So if I'm not, if I'm not actively in that process of self-care, then those people suffer. Yeah. So. And that responsibility. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I'd love some feedback. What are you thinking? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of great points. It's, it's kind of almost, I mean, you talked about like just the awareness of like, um, you know, like at, at least knowing something's amiss mm-hmm. and then being able to like go to people. And I think the community piece is mm-hmm. so important to all of that because mm-hmm. literally if you're, isolated you know you're seeing through one often distorted lens um, mm-hmm. just our own looking at our ourselves mm-hmm. and um yeah i think that piece is huge it's almost like when, once you get these you know like kind of three tools no matter what situation we kind of go through kind of what i'm hearing you say is like that we can tackle all these things from different angles and mm-hmm. you know um and kind of cover as much ground as possible but i think um yeah. And, and two, I mean, I just wanted, I have to remind myself often just as someone who's just stepping into this process and kind of like grappling with these tools and these things is that like, it's not an overnight process. Um, I think, you know, kind of like we talked about a few episodes ago, like it's, it's so easy for at least my generation to be like, oh, we want the immediate success. We want the right. immediate um, product. Where like, you know, I was kind of just praying on some things, like just some things I'm working through myself. And I, the Lord kind of just reminded me of like, Hey, like this is a lifelong thing and it's a noble thing. Like you don't, like, I think it's easy to just be in a place of like, Oh, I have to get all my crap together or get through this thing. And you know, like this is like the most important work we could do of just stepping into the wholeness that Christ has called us to. So I, yeah, I mean, I, as we walk in this and, um, for alumni and even, uh, you know, new guys stepping into the program or people who are just listening, like, I want to just encourage you all that, like, it is a beautiful and sometimes slow process and that's good and that's okay. Um, yeah. Right. And I think to the idea of, um, yeah, the, I mean, maybe a good place to start is saying, uh, what gives you life? Mm. And that that may be just a starter question. Um, or what is life giving? And it can be, it it can be, you know, an inspirational movie. It can be a conversation. It can be a relationship. Um, but all feel pretty important. Um, and so that may be a place to start. Um, you know, even like the uh, Deuteronomy says, um, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse, therefore choose life. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, yeah, I mean, again, that kind of dipstick of understanding what activities in your life, like what leads to life. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, because again, there's all these misnomers of like, oh, well, self-care, 
means you can be selfish. Again, there's you're probably going to hear more voices uh, in your head, yeah. or maybe even from others that that are that will kind of shut down this idea of self care. Absolutely. So certainly you're going to have to fight for it, um, and you're certainly going to have to surround yourself with people that value that type of um, that type of lifestyle, um, because as they help you, you're going to help them in kind of identifying you know, Hey, I need these things. Like Lee and I are great at like design. We love good food. And so we know that there's probably part of our relationship that like good food is pretty life giving. So, you know, literally we kind of, you know, buy each other, (laughs) even this Christmas, (laughs) he bought me a pizza oven and I bought him an air fryer. So it's like, I mean, they're obviously selfish motivations because we're going to we're an Indian giver. But the idea is that like you know, there's almost a place that in community you can um, help each other meet those needs. Yeah. Um, and you like you said, it does take time. There, you know, and it's not selfish. No. You know, um, and hopefully you live in a community too that can you there can be somewhat even we use this word accountability. You know that oh. of how you're living your life. Um, you know, that allows you to be like, hey, I, I think you probably just need to get up off the couch and go work out yeah. or something like, you know, so there's the other side of that coin. And so I know I know I'm throwing out a lot of kind of like how to's, um, yeah. but it's just the stuff we've learned over, you know, for me, 20 years and even kind of hopefully introduced to the guys at Training Ground where they can understand that, like, you know, we do it, you know, in the program, we do it with times in the wilderness, you know, or we do. You know, we we have some great friends that offer up their ranch in New Mexico, and it's pretty swanky. And like, it's it's a real blessing because it's you know the the, the program, it's our it's just our midway trip. So guys have been working really hard at their jobs and working hard at their stories and being in, in teaching. But like, there's this blessing piece of a recalibration, you know, at a really beautiful ranch in New Mexico. Yeah. So, you know, and that's intentional for us, you know, um, just because we know that like, if guys are really going to engage part of their stories, they need some of those needs met, you know? Yeah. You know, we, we care again, we care about good food because we know that if guys are working like hard again on their stories and stuff that the good food is a part of that process Mm -hmm. and a part of that self care. So, um, Anyway, I mean, my encouragement to folks that are listening in is just going, just start the start the process. I mean, if you need, I don't know, I mean, reach out to us if you need ideas. You yeah. know, all our contact info is on our website. But the um, this is an important part. If you're feeling, if you're feeling, you know, to a place of like a desert or you know exhaustion, you know, or anxiousness or depression. Like those are probably some things to keep an eye on. Uh, in other words, like you know, is the check engine going on in your dashboard? Going, mm-hmm. you should probably get this scanned. Like there's some there's some self care that needs to happen. Um, and you know, th- there's no there's no um, limitations of shame or fear or anything like that. I think um, I think there is a very valid place to care for yourself. Not just for your sake and your walk with God, but also for the sake of others. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for TG Garage Talks. We are currently accepting applications for Training Ground Colorado 2022 and Training Ground Chattanooga 2022. 
Now guys, I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing Training Ground has been for me. So if anything we've talked about in this episode or in other episodes have stirred anything in your heart, um, please, man, look into coming out with us. It's going to be a blast, and we can't wait to have you. You can find us at www.trainingground.com, and you can also find us on Instagram at Training Ground Colorado, as well as Training Ground Chattanooga. Well, until next time, guys, this has been Candler English with Training Ground Garage Talks. See you soon.